I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, the trade deadline in the NFL has passed. The Steelers have not made a deal. Yep. There were some uh, rumors floating around out there. They proved to be... Unfounded that the Steelers not had traded for Jay, cornerback here. Jalen Johnson. Yep. Uh, that did not happen. Uh, there were some moves. Not the flurry of moves that we had seen no. the previous two years, but there were some. It, it's 4 o'clock. Might we hear something in the next 15 minutes that trickled Perhaps in, something you know? got yeah. finalized at the last minute. But um, There were a couple of reasonably large deals, but I expected more flurry of activity. You know, teams like Denver didn't do anything or Giants or you know some of these... Bottom feeders, I thought, would be selling off more. Yeah, the uh, interestingly enough, uh, I believe the only deal that I saw that involved an AFC North team was the Browns shipping Donovan Peoples-Jones to Detroit yeah. for a sixth-round pick. Yeah, and you'd think they'd be more of a buyer, but he just doesn't seem to fit in at the moment since getting Elijah Moore. I think he's Elijah nice... Moore doesn't seem to fit no, in. No, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The non-Amari Cooper receivers there are kind of a mess. Um People's Jones isn't a bad pickup for them, though. Yeah. I mean, for, you know, Detroit. I was always looking for like those DJ Chark, Josh Reynolds, tall, skinny, down the field, outside the numbers guy, and I put People's Jones right there with any he's of that. Not tall and skinny though. He's, he's not skinny, but he's, he's not a little guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that one happened. Uh, the Washington Commanders traded not one of their edge rushers, but both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both get uh, traded. The Commanders trading Montez Sweat to the Bears and then tr- sending uh, Chase Young to the 49ers. Really interesting. I mean, both those guys are playing really well this year. Young's kind of rejuvenated his career after all those injuries. Both are free agents after the year. So the, I think the Niners look at it like third-round pick. Let's take a shot to try to win this thing. Defense has been a little sluggish the last few weeks. Um their edge guys, other than Bosa, are fine, but you got that Ohio State connection with Young and Bosa. I think Bosa, as usual, is right at the top of the league and getting double teams and whatnot, but he's not been as productive as last year. I think they're trying to free him up a little bit more. And Washington, I'm sure, looks at it like, well, we weren't going to resign either one of them. I thought they'd keep one of the two. Yeah. So we get a third or, you know. He's first round picks on both of these I know, guys. I know. You know, but, but they didn't pick up his fifth year option. They got it so much invested in the defensive tackle position. I'm going to get to Washington in a minute, but the Bears it sort of feels like Chase Claypool. You know, you know you're going to pick super early, and you gave up a second. But I, frankly, I just think Sweat's much more valuable than Claypool was. I, I think know? they. I think they're probably looking at this as like, hey, we can use the franchise tag on him next yeah. year and keep him or talk to. Yeah, yeah. he's better than a, a Claypool or someone like that. He's an he established, wouldn't. yeah, right. first I bet round. They think that yeah, we're at least getting the rest of this year and next. Yeah, next being the key. 
They also have a ton. They of have cap a ton play. of cap space, and you know, he's probably better than any edge rusher you would get at the top of the second round. And he's a bird in the hand, and it's a real weakness for them too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. he's a good player, so that, that that makes sense to me. But I was thinking about it from a Washington perspective just now, thinking that you know the rumors were again, who knows, they would keep one, trade the other. You know, they're both up for free agency. But we have a new owner there, you know, I mean, are they on board with that solution? And I wonder if you're not going to keep one and use the money for that, and you already have a lot invested in your two defensive tackles, also former first-round picks, is that just kind of screaming that they don't think Sam Howell's the answer? You know, if you thought he was the answer, you'd probably say cheap quarterback, pay an edge guy, as opposed to we don't think he's the answer. Let's accumulate as many high picks as we can to trade up if we need to, and also don't want to dedicate that cap space. Yeah, know, I'm kind of looking yeah. into it, but you know, I mean, you know, I think Washington is just getting as many picks as they can. Yeah, it's not like that's the only uh, need. They yeah, have. They, yeah, they don't feel like they are there this year. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, their O line can certainly use some work too. Yeah, so sure. just right. get go get as many picks as you can and and see what you know what what you were doing right now wasn't working mm-hmm. and. And frankly, they don't even need to know the how issue at right this second at Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone! Yeah, happy yeah. How about Halloween. that? Dale and I are dressed up. Just pretend. I'm that. dressed as Matt. Matt's dressed as me. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> so when we say dumb things, blame the other one. For that. <laughs> but I mean, Washington. If How falls on his face and is horrible the rest of the year, well, then you're in the quarterback market. If he's tremendous, right. Well, then you got something. You know, I mean, you don't have to have that answer yet. Speaking of quarterbacks, Josh Dobbs headed to Minnesota. Uh, he will take. Yeah, you know the, the uh, it was the Cardinals announced earlier this week, I think yesterday actually, that uh, Josh Dobbs would not start mm-hmm. the next game for them against Cleveland. It will be Toon or Kyler. And there are reports out there that it's going to be Toon. I don't know if mm-hmm. I believe those reports. Yeah, I'm not sure quite yet. Yeah. And if you're going to activate Kyler Murray, you better if get him out there. If soon, he's active, right. like you, so. Here's the thing: they've got one quarterback on the roster right now. Mm-hmm. Toon, I guess, is the only Toon is the only quarterback active quarterback after that trade. Okay, so if you're going to activate Kyler Murray at the end of the week, somebody's going to get activated. Then you're going to play him. Then you're going to play him. Yeah, it does scream that he's playing this week. And you even said that too. Like as soon as they announced it, it's going to be Toon or Murray. That sure sounds like Murray to me. Yeah, I mean, so that maybe they're dancing around it this week. They also, I'm going to talk about Dobbs in a minute, but they also, as it stands now, now the Cards own the first overall right. pick. You know, right. after a couple wins at the bottom there. And you know, who knows? I mean, I think if you're going to shop Murray at the end of the year, it'd be nice to get some tape out there of him, too. You know, from yeah. the Vikings or whoever looking to buy him. But the cards right before the season gave up a five and a seven for Dobbs and then flipped them for a six, I think, today. So basically kind of rented them at a minimal cost for a little while. I just don't quite understand it from the cards, though. I mean, why not just keep them? Let him either be Murray's mentor, backup, left witch Gradkowski type. I guess they figured they, you know, they had gone as far. They they won one game with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they figured they they gone that has gone as far as it could go. Mm-hmm. He got him to this point. He got him to the point where Kyler Murray's ready to come back. Yeah, just move on. And maybe they like Tune as a long term backup, or you know, enough that right. He's not just going to dump him, or he's a nobody. Or if you if you're going to take a quarterback with the first overall pick next year. Mm-hmm. You could go find a veteran quarterback to back him up. Yeah, that's not hard. That's Cole, not Cole yeah. McCoy back, if right? You want, or, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I guess that's true. I guess you just kind of got rid of your investment. You know, got almost made 
used a car, you leased a car for a year or whatever, yeah. basically. And Dobbs, I'm sure he's popular around here and seems like a great guy and he's super smart and all that stuff. But that's basically what the fifth team that's basically told him the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so yeah, he had a little stint this year, but he is what he is. And he's better than what the Vikings have at the moment after the Cousins trade. And frankly, he's shown. I can adapt on the fly. You know, you can throw me in, and maybe next week I'll be ready to go. You know, so yeah, yeah, that's what happened with the with the Cardinals. Uh, the Bills acquire Rasul Douglas in a twenty twenty four fifth round pick from the Packers in exchange for a twenty twenty four third round pick. Corners a need. Yeah, I mean Elam hasn't been great. White's been hurt. Uh, they're good at nickel, but they always play. They're always in nickel, so a big outside corner makes yeah. sense for this them. This after yesterday, they signed Leonard Fournette to their practice mm-hmm. squad, so mm-hmm. making some moves there. Yeah, they all make sense. Um, just looking around here, what else uh, we there? There weren't. Oh, Ezra Cleveland acquired oh, yeah. uh, by the Vikings for, uh, for by the uh, Jaguars from the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got something okay for him, right? I mean, it wasn't like a throw. Day three pick. draft pick. Day three pick. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they traded Cleveland for Dobbs. Right. I mean, yeah. all in all. So I guess that adds up. Um, I know this isn't super riveting radio, but they signed they signed Dalton Risner, Reisner, uh, week one or week two. He became a starting guard for them. Their O-line's playing really, really well. So Cleveland got bumped the backup job. And he's a big pile-moving guy. We just saw the Jags. They had... Uh, the Stanford kid, Little, at it, it guard, yeah. but he's really a tackle, so right. I would imagine he becomes a swing guy. And you know, you're trying to make a run. O line depth's never a bad idea. No, it's not. And uh, so, you know, good for the the Vikings to, yeah, get something, give something up. It kind of a, as you said, a swap of uh, Josh Dobbs for Ezra Cleveland to help you deal with a really tragic cousin situation. Like eh, because the, the, a, a six round pick. For Dobbs right now is essentially basically a, an early like right now would be the first six round pick for for Dobbs. Oh, the the pick that you're getting, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the, no, the, the other way around. The other way around. The Cardinals yeah. got the, the Vikings for the Vikings. Pick. You essentially well, you got a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah, some yeah. comp I mean, picks. Basically, there's going to be some comp picks, picks in yeah. there, but that's up. You know what you get from the Cardinal or what. Never, never, never mind. <laughs> that was, was my, Matt talking. He my brain up is right swimming right. here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot it's of... funny when you started the show. You said here it is Tuesday, but I'm like, it feels like it's like Thursday already. I was so screwed up last night when I got home. Yeah, uh, I had a meeting after we get done with the show, so I get home. It's dark out. I sit down on my on my nice lounge chair. And yeah, I turn the TV on. I'm like, what am I gonna watch tonight? Oh, it's Monday. Like it feels I like I didn't it's, even think it was Monday. It feels like it's yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday here. Like it really does. I mean, just to pull back the curtain, the sponsors pay for shows, and you know the stuff we do, we do gets done every week, no matter if it's three day week, or five day week. So basically, we're putting five days worth of work into three, but that doesn't mean Thursday and Friday are off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to say the least, there's a game, and then you react to the game after. So. Not that anyone cares, but we're gonna I'm, we're doing the drive here from four to six as always. Then I got three more podcasts to do tonight, <laughs> so that, that's what today is. Everything just feels the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, it beats digging a ditch for a living. Um, so no moves for the Steelers, no moves for the Broncos. They kind of that's what shocked me. I mean, a couple of those teams that are bad. 
you know, didn't do anything. Some some teams Carolina, holding steady out there. Yeah, just kind of you know. And holding. I don't think just because a couple of those bad teams won, they all of a sudden think they're in it. Yeah. I mean, it, Maybe the price on some things this year was a little more steep than yeah. What teams were willing to give up? I think next year's supposed to be. I haven't dug completely into it mm-hmm. yet, but it's supposed to be a pretty good draft. I think that's much. Honestly, the last two years haven't been great. So I, I think, think that's why maybe we, we saw a little more movement the previous two years. Maybe because, it's less likely to get rid of picks. Yeah. You know, I'm going to hold them for next year. Back to being a deep, non-COVID-ish draft and, you know, back to normal a little bit. And we know there's a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, Kenny Pickett spoke to the media today. Mm. He practiced. Good. And uh, said he is good to go for Thursday. Great. And that's exactly what we wanted to hear, obviously. Um you would think it's a pain management thing or when he really loads up to torque a football, throw it as hard as he could or whatever, that would be, you know, maybe an issue for him. But good. That's exactly what That's essentially about. what he said. Like, really, look, when I, you know, when I really got to torque it up, but they can do some things to mm-hmm. mitigate Ease the pain yeah. a little bit. Right. So, yeah. So Kenny Pickett will be out there. Um that's good news to me. I think. Yeah. You know, if, if I think if Kenny Pickett finishes that game on Sunday against the Jaguars, I don't know if the Steelers win it, mm-hmm. but I think they have a chance. I like. I think a better chance. Yeah. I mean, I think he he gave them a better chance to win for sure, and he was starting to heat up a little bit. You know, he was starting to play a little bit better, unfortunately. But you know, got to stay in the field. Got to stay in the field. Uh, yeah. And uh, interestingly enough, the. Titans, who the Steelers play on mm-hmm. Thursday night, they didn't do anything at the trade. No, line. they were re- rumored more than anybody. After they maybe. traded Kevin Byard yeah. away last week. And I think it was a backup, but they traded a linebacker the next day, too, that yeah. nobody really paid much attention to. But, but. Derrick Henry's still there. DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm. still there. Ryan Tannehill's still there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, some, all these rumors and speculation, but apparently, from what I heard, is Baltimore was interested in Henry, and the Titans owner got a little gun shy after the AJ Brown deal of trading away stars. Understandable. If you like, if you you're afraid through, through an owner's eyes. So right. the stuff that I saw about that trade from Mike Vrabel, the Brown trade, the Brown trade is was, he was not happy. No, about that not deal. even the slightest bit. Yeah, no, he's like the best receiver in the league. And you gave him away basically, and Vrabel's like, I still got to win games here. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's moving, just you didn't want to pay him. Yeah, you want to pay him? I mean, who right. are we paying? I mean, that guy's a star. Right. That's the yeah. And you replace him with Traylon Burks. I mean, that's yeah. Talk I, about I, that you're giving me a rookie here that, yeah. quite frankly, is going to need work. Like tons of work. Yeah, he's so, in trouble staying on the field, and he's a raw player too. Uh, we still don't have today's injury report, but uh, yesterday's injury reports were, again, neither team, neither the Steelers or Titans practiced had mm-hmm. an actual practice. Uh, but Kenny Pickett was listed as limited. DeMonte KZ with a hand limited. Anthony McFarlane was listed as limited. Levi Wallace limited. Uh, Cam Hayward limited. And only Minka Fitzpatrick is out. So everybody's kind okay. of in play this week. Except for Minka, of course, right? Yeah. Right. On the Titans side of things, this is troubling for them. Chris Hubbard has a concussion. Is he starting... I think he is. I think. Yeah. I need to double-check their line situation. It's not pretty, I know. No, that. it's not. Uh, cornerback Anthony Kendall has knee. Did not practice. These are the guys that didn't practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receiver Chris Moore did not practice. That was okay. that was a personal thing. And then Tannehill did not practice. He's not going to play. I don't know if he's going to play. The no, he's not going to play. Right, right. Uh, they've already said that. You know, Levis is yeah. starting, right? Yeah. Uh, the guys who were limited were Danico Autry, 
Derrick Derrick Henry with an ankle. Okay. Autry was a personal issue, so that's oh. yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins with a toe. Roger McCreary with a hamstring on their cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons with an ankle. Wow. And running back Ty J Spears with an ankle. Educated guess. It sounds like all their most important people they just kind of rested. But no, they're unless... a little. They're, they're not resting them though with nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all have something going on. Yeah. Uh, guys who were full participants were defensive back Mike Brown, cornerback Sean Murphy Bunning, and tight end Josh Wiley. Okay. So, so but all have... Autry certainly piqued my interest, but if it's a personal, he'll be back, I'm yeah. sure. Um, Henry and Tajay Spears. Henry and Simmons are huge. I mean, Tajay Spears is a really good player, too. Yeah. I mean, that's their both their, their top two running backs, and mm-hmm. then Jeffrey Simmons is their best defensive player. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. their best player, period. I mean, he, um, Spears, they will play... With Henry, I right. mean, it's a real thunder lightning they, thing. So I, I rewatched the game, yeah, their game this morning, and they came out with some packages with Malik Willis on the field, mm-hmm. flanked by Henry and, and Spears. Spears. Right? It's like these are three very different threats. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Um, now, the first time I think the first time they did it, uh, the ball was snapped over. Okay. Uh, over, over Willis's, Willis's head, head Whoops. Yeah. which turned into a turnover and three points for the uh, for the uh, Falcons. Uh, they did it again though, and they ran a little you know read option stuff off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, I bet just you'll a little see wrinkle. some sort of package yeah. with that. Because here's the thing: they've got a rookie quarterback starting mm-hmm. the and the backup. You're not putting in a, a real Steeler-specific game plan this week. Oh, no, no. Just... You're going to basically run what these guys can, are actually capable of running, and that's it. I would think whatever you did last week, you just do it again. Do the exact same thing. Yeah. Like You're not even adding anything new, basically. Maybe it's some concepts like, hey, we're going to see more, man, so do this. But I think you just keep basically run the same plays you did. Yeah. Which to me means... A lot of Derrick Henry. I mean, the base run Henry. runs. Yeah. yeah, base runs that they've ran forever. There's a lot of first down runs. Yeah. If it wasn't a first down run, they would go deep. Yeah, you were mentioned today. That if was it was third and time, yeah. if it was third and long, they were they were throwing wide receiver screens. Yeah. They didn't want him throwing the ball down the field in the in the harm's way against nickel and dime. So I think I mentioned this yesterday. I mean, an odd, like if you go look at his passing chart on NFL.com or whatever. Like tw- a quarter of his throws are behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and like you said, in a lot of those, like ah, third and five, throw it here. If we have to punt, so be try it. To, yeah, try to yeah, try to don't get somebody to break a tackle. And then the th- a quarter of his throws are twenty yards or more. And a lot and of that was that was the that was the <laughs> it was a different kind of play action mm-hmm. for them because they used to play action and then hit the slants. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, Tannehill did that forever. Forever. AJ Brown. Yeah. You know, right. Hit him in and stride. Try to, and go, hit yeah. him in stride and have him try to break a tackle. This was play action. Uh, you, it, it, I watched Willis or Levis, I should say. He actually has a pretty good pump fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I remember that back from his and, Kentucky days. You know, yeah. it kind of pump fake. They had a, they, one was a was a stop and go by uh, for the t- this third touchdown was a stop and go that they got he got wide open on. Mm-hmm. Um, they just bit on it. And Hopkins isn't really a deep ball th- no guy. But, but the, the on the, on the first touchdown, he's going down the left sidelines. The ball is thrown. It's a hash mark. Yeah, okay. And Hopkins basically just took the cornerback and threw him on the ground and came over and caught caught the ball. I'm like, how is that not called? The the corner's sitting there looking and he goes, where's my safety help at? Like, if the safety's where he's supposed to be at, that's an interception all day long. Yeah. Because he just threw it up. I know everyone's super excited about Levis, and I'm rooting the best for him. 
I didn't love him coming out of school. I thought he was a second-round pick, not a top-ten guy, yeah. which is where he went. We didn't, you know, do a lot of Levis love, you know, pre, you know, pre-draft. But his numbers make what he did last week it was look no, a lot better than what he really. It did. was not a great before. Like his, no, he didn't the, do a lot of quarterbacking. The second touchdown, they got Hopkins matched up on a linebacker. Mm-hmm. On a crossing route, and he just beat the he beat a linebacker across the field all by himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which hey, good coaching. You know, you manage your don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, don't let that kind of stuff happen. Hopkins can beat you. He's still very dangerous. If the ball's in the air and there's two guys around him, he's the one most likely coming down with it. Yeah. So it's about time they did more of that with him since he's been there. You know, jump balls and a lot of Henry. But Atlanta's pass rush isn't exactly no Pittsburgh's pass rush. They played a lot of zone too. Yeah, like they didn't fear Levis. I was like, if he's going to nickel and dime us to death, great. And Hopkins made some plays for his quarterback. I would like to see what he looks like trying to throw into some tighter windows, Mm -hmm. um, because none of their receivers are real burners. No, none of them run particularly well at all. Yeah, I mean, even Burks, a first round pick, is. Build up speed, big guy, tackle breaker, not really a route runner either. And think about if you're Atlanta. Okay, they're giving us Levis. Well, let's go look at his college reports. Right. And some preseason tape. He didn't really play in a preseason. And he didn't play that much. He played badly when he did. You know, he lost a job. He didn't couldn't beat out Willis. So like, what are you going off of? You know, you're all going off your Kentucky stuff. Yeah. You know. So you're basically playing just our base stuff. Probably, and, right, right. and you know we'll see if he's able to beat it. Well, mm-hmm. he did, and he did. And yeah, Hopkins did. <laughs> yeah, right. More so than anything yeah. else. In the Falcons, Desmond Ritter stinks. Oh, he yeah. stinks. It's such a weird offense with their usage of these dudes. His, but what it, if they had Kirk Cousins or Tannehill? It's, it's or, not you know? even so much how he throws the football, but it's it's just his ball security is awful. It's horrendous. Awful. Yeah. I don't like how he throws football either, but the the ball security yeah. is a problem. I mean, Fumbles he's and, you know. just moving around in the pocket, and guys are knocking the ball loose on him. Mm-hmm. Like, what? You, uh, no, that can't happen. Yeah, he had the ball two weeks ago. He had the ball super loose, like as he's crossing the goal line, smack, touchback. You know, like what are you doing? You man? might have gotten away with that at Cincinnati. You're not getting away with it in the NFL. And he's a smart, conscientious kid by all accounts. Like. That's a small little detail that you should be able to handle by now. Yeah. So and he doesn't throw the ball particularly well. And not particularly you know, right? well. Yeah. yeah. So he got yanked in that game. Mm-hmm. He got um, quote injured, but when he was cleared, well, well why don't you stay on the sidelines? They sat him down. It just so happened it was at halftime. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, let's let's, let's yeah. see what uh, Taylor Heineke's got here. And then Heineke and the head coach Arthur Smith and all those guys said, "Oh, Ritter's our guy." I think he's going to start this week, but his leash should the be leash is very so short. short. Yeah, right? he did, he did not, he was not playing well. No, I mean um, they win a division with a Tannehill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's not the greatest accomplishment in the world, but they haven't won much lately. You're getting in, yeah. yeah. Go get a guy that's okay. Jacoby Brissett would win that division for him. Anyways, we're going to get to a break. Mm-hmm. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We will be back with more right after this. Black and gold football lives here 24-7. You're listening to SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And Matt, I was listening to a show today uh, on uh, another outlet mm-hmm. and uh they were talking about it was a fantasy show yeah they were talking about shutdown defenses or elite defenses in the league and somebody brought up the 49ers and the host said well, the 49ers aren't an elite defense and it stuns it, me a little 
and he said, but, look, what, look what's happened to him the last two or three weeks. They've been getting run on. Like, he said the same crazy. thing with Cleveland. And, yeah. you know, what constitutes, yardage and, yeah. what constitutes a great defense in today's NFL? Well, you and I were, had a slight little bit of this conversation, you know, between segments. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, who is the best D then? I mean, there's got, someone's got to be the best. And I still think the Niners and Browns are about as good as it gets. I mean, they have big-time playmakers. But the last couple games have not gone well. But isn't the big topic in the league that all offenses stink? <laughs> like, something is well, so special teams leading the day? Or what? what's going on here? So, if you look at some of the great games that, say, Cleveland has had mm-hmm. defensively. Yeah. It's been against really it's like bad. like Burrow without a calf. And, really bad right, offenses. Yeah, I know, oh, I they've know. dominated the really bad offenses the last two weeks. They've gotten lit up. Yeah, and even the Niners, like, people are complaining about Hargrave because he's not the run stuffer that everyone envisioned him to be, and then they go trade for Chase Young today. Like, they're worried. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're know, they're, trying, they're to, yeah. trying to get the defense better. Like, as bad as the game's... For the Steelers uh, were against San Francisco and Cleveland to open mm-hmm. the season. They were two of the better offensive performances against those two defenses in the first three weeks. The first oh, month, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Up until a couple weeks ago. Up until the last couple right, of weeks. Right. They were uglier performances than that. So right now I'm looking at the DVOA rankings for defense. Yeah. Baltimore is number one. That adds up, but you talk about Colts without Richardson, Stroud's first start. Uh, they didn't even play PJ Walker. They played DTR. Right. You know, they've had again. They've had some of those games. They've gotten it more than anybody. Have been fortunate of what they get when they get them. Their numbers are great. I'm going to steal your point from between segments. They're always playing with the lead before you know. Their it. Their time of possession. You know? They're always leading the league in time of possession. They're, so their defense is rarely like they don't get a lot of plays run against them. I mean, their first quarter point differential is like forty or fifty in their favor already. You know, yeah. like they're winning by a touchdown before you know even switch the other side of the field. Um, it has been really good. I bet numerically, statistically, it is one. You know, I mean, yeah. DVOA knows a thing or two, but I bet most people would have them one. We're pretty far in. You start to flush away a little bit of it's a small body of work. But they don't really pass the sniff test to me. You they, know, like They don't do anything special. No. And it wouldn't be like, boy, who's the last defense you want to face in a must-win game? I don't think I'd pick Baltimore. Yeah, the Steelers put 14 points up on them in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And it was really wasn't all that difficult. But I don't know who I would pick. So Cleveland, like, Cleveland is two. Okay. And they were so far ahead of the pack. The fact that they're now two shows you how bad the last two weeks have been. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, this is a Steeler note, and it's huge football note. I mean, if you don't know this by now, then you've been living under a rock. Baltimore's offense helps their defense way more than Cleveland's offense helps their defense, let alone Pittsburgh's offense helps their defense. You know what I mean? Like, get me off the field. Every once in a while, be nice, yeah. Yeah, Right. Uh, Dallas is three. I think they're in the conversation still. I mean, they had a bad showing against the Niners, but if other than that, the defense has probably been top five-ish week after week, and they're disruptive. I mean, they have the star power, too. Four is Jacksonville. I was wondering where they're at, because they were better than I thought, and they were better than I thought before I dug into them. You know, that it's a pretty good group. They, they take the ball away. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's sustainable. 
but they're they have a formula. They stuff the run. They're physical, and they take the ball away. I mean, I don't know that that constitutes elite, but that is good enough to win. Might a be lot elite of games in today's game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Five is Kansas City. It's been really good. Their pass defense is what's really been been very good. Their mm-hmm. run defense is still twenty third. Okay, it's a little bit how they're built because yeah. they know they're going to score points. But well, well but they're well, not scoring points that's this year. That's the thing. I, I mean, yeah. But in terms of like offseason team building, they would much rather be good against the pass than the run. Then you have the Jets. Talk about not getting help from the offense. They're 18th in rush D, rush DVOA. Okay. Um, hmm. It's not great. No. They've uh, had some down moments. Then you have Detroit. They were bad against the Ravens, but other than that, they've been pretty strong. They looked good last night. New Orleans. Solid. Always solid. Pittsburgh. Hmm. And again... I would love to see this defense go in with a 10-point fourth-quarter lead. Here's the, here's the interesting thing about the or Steelers be the being for 35 minutes. ninth here now. Uh, they are they were eighth going into last week's game, mm-hmm. so now they're nine. Uh, they take the ball away. The pass defense is ninth. Okay. The rush defense a little lower. is 14th. Okay. I don't think people think about this. Well, yeah. The Steelers can't stop the run. See, I don't They've know been how... pretty darn good at it since the, after the, you throw those two first two weeks out. I mean, those first two weeks were two long runs. Yeah, I mean, which skews things a little. But they've been I pretty mean, good the since then. Like they held, well. they held Baltimore to a season low in rushing. Mm-hmm. It was 125 yards. You playing Lamar in that game too? Yeah, it's not just the the running backs. Oh right, right, right. Like this is just I mean, rush ATN's defense. Been killing people on the ground, and he didn't. He didn't. This game. He had a catch. Lawrence didn't kill them scrambling. No, no. Uh, I mean, I know DVOA doesn't care about the whys, but the Rams ran the ball with success, but the Steelers were begging them to do it. Too. Yeah. I mean, if DVA's, DVA is not going to be like, I'll give you extra points because that's what you do. It, I mean, right. It's, it's it doesn't a formula, doesn't say right. well they were running into six man boxes. <laughs> right. Right. No. Just the results. But can, why can? But can offenses stink and defenses stink? Or are there just some <laughs> really hideous defenses that are is where all the scoring's going? Well, let's take a look like here. Who's the dead worst? Denver. But they're not as bad as they used to be. Not as bad, but it's still <clears throat> it's still pretty bad. Arizona. Yeah. I mean, like Denver's really bad. Don't get me wrong. They're 32nd. I'm not saying they're good. But if we were somewhat of a Denver apologist and said Let's take the Miami game in the heat. If you throw, you throw, you throw out your, the worst pointer, game. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's probably 25th. It's not great, but it's not historically bad. So the, the bottom the bottom 10 here are Denver, Arizona, Chicago, Carolina, Green Bay. That's the most disappointing. They're all first-round picks. The Chargers, Washington. How bad is Washington going to be now? They just got rid of two edge guys. The two edge really guys. good players, yeah. Atlanta. Is it twenty five? Yeah. Las Vegas at twenty four. The Rams at twenty three. Miami. Las Vegas is defense. Miami at twenty two. Oh, Las Vegas is defense. Oh, I saw somebody posting something on. Somebody posted something on Twitter. I, I swear to or the former X, X former X or whatever Twitter X. Um, boy, Robert Spillane is elite since he left Pittsburgh. Elite. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Oh. Elite. Oh, they got they just got run on for 200 yards last night. Yeah, he makes a play or two. He's out there all the time. He's a middle linebacker. You're a middle linebacker. Make, make if a you make a tackle two. nine yards downfield, that does not make you elite. No, I don't think he'd make the Steelers team. No, I don't think so either. I would trade any of the three star, you know, starters, rotation no. guys for him, no doubt. Ridiculous. Just a ridiculous Good for him. He's statement. playing. He got a contract. Great. But that's... 
he's playing an because they don't have anybody else. And I think they misevaluated him in the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, they just got That's an awful crushed. defense. Awful, awful defense. Yeah. Um, so, and some of those at the bottom just don't have any good players. Atlanta, like Atlanta but the, Atlanta's 25th. They're 28th in pass DVOA. Wow. If you look at this, I went backwards after playing 11. If you look at the stats, of, uh, the league stats, however, the, like the the overall yardage stats, Just yardage traditional. So, old school. Uh, because people throw this out there to get about the Steelers defense. Well, the Steelers defense right now, in terms of yards allowed, is 30th, 382.6. Well, I bet they play. More but they're ninth. They're ninth in DVOA. Yeah, defensive That's why DVOA. Advanced stats are better. Right. <laughs> I mean, they like, tell the true story. Right. This is that's why it's not 1985 anymore. I mean that uh, a lot of those things break it down to the play, your success rate. You know, like if you allow an eight yard catch on third and twelve, that's a defensive that's win. That's a win. That's, that's not a win. Like just adding to your total that you stink. And I don't know if you have this in front of you, and I should know it off the top of my head, but Steelers defense plays. As many snaps per game as basically anyone out there, you're going to allow yardage stuff. Right, it's going to happen. Anybody. It's the right, NFL, right, right. and I'm sure there's people out there. Well, and they should get off the field too. I'm like, yes and no. I mean, your your offense is three and out at a ridiculous rate. You're going to be back out there in a lot in a hurry. Yeah. So I, I, I right now stats like that. The is, Steelers they've had they've given up 30 points twice. Those were both losses. Mm-hmm. But they're allowing 21 points per game, and it's been yeah. it's been heading in the right direction. For several weeks now, I, I don't have these numbers in front of me, but I do know this past week aside, if the Steelers allow twenty or fewer points, they win like eighty-five percent of the games. Yeah, I, I mean over the last like over like the Pickett era, you know, like this last you know the stretch where they you know the last two years, year and a half. Like Cleveland's defense, for example, mm-hmm. which is in that they're they're, they're two in DVD. they're allowing nineteen point nine points per game. There's not a big variance a there between difference. the right. between what the Steelers are doing and what the what the the Browns are doing mm-hmm. here. No, the Browns are starting to come back to the pack. Yeah, you know, which is bound to happen if you're out there too much. If you're out there forever, it, that I believe to no end. I mean, there, there was a theory I used to have that fourth quarter defense is dead. I don't think the quarterbacks in the league are able to do that anymore. Where they're just all the bends and rivers out there just figure you out and then pick you apart in the fourth quarter. There's not enough good quarterbacks to do that anymore. But I do think, oh, I know, without without fail, the defenses that are out there a lot are going to just keep going down and down and down. You, you saw it with that Raiders defense last exactly, night. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they held up on three straight possessions to, mm-hmm. against the Lions, holding them to field goals. Yeah. Their offense was doing nothing. And then the Lions, you know, red zone turnovers and gave them some gifts, too. Because if they convert, I mean, they moved the ball at will against the Raiders, but except a couple times early on, gave it back to them. But, like, they're taking on Penny Sewell all day long. And, you know, it's not even like Gibbs is Jerome Bettis. But you could tell they were a step slow to begin with, and then slower as the game went on, and then he's just going untouched and slashing. And, you know, right. <laughs> but Anyways, yeah. looking, it's the, the Tennessee Titans defense is ranked 11th. Huh. This, this one goes to 11. Huh. Um, I would have thought lower. But they're 11th in rush. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, but they're high in rush D. Pass defense, they're 25th. That makes sense. Is rush like three or four? Rush defense is two. Okay. Yeah, that, that adds up. I mean, Jacksonville and them are very similar that way, except they're not. They're the Miller Lite version of Jacksonville. Well, the difference is Jacksonville is four against the run. Okay. 
five in DVOA against the pass because wow. they do take the ball Because they take away. the ball away. So they yeah, take the ball away. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah. would you rather be at this point in the NFL? What would you rather be in today's NFL? It used to be pass 100%. But now, if you can make a team one-dimensional and you know what's coming, it's going to be throw after throw after throw, there's a handful of teams, kind of like Brady versus LeBeau, that's just not going to go your way. You know, I mean... But those teams seem to be fewer and fewer in between. I still would probably say pass because, to me, the most important thing on a defense is pass rush, yeah. which contributes to that, of course. But really, to me, the most important thing is just studs on the D-line, which Simmons and those guys are helpful against the run, right. you know, as well as doing all the above. So I don't know that it's a slam dunk anymore. Yeah, Philadelphia is number one against the run this year. Okay. They're 23rd against the pass. They're 18th overall. So, that's funny. What if Philadelphia's O played Philadelphia's D? Like, that would be exactly who Philadelphia doesn't want to see. Right. Like, okay, all right, Jalen, you know, we we stopped your run, and we got pass rushers, but A.J. Brown's better than our corners, and Goddard's better than our linebackers. We made you one-dimensional, and you're a really good offense, but we got pass rushers. Yeah. Who wins that battle? It's almost the you know? like, same thing with, like, if they, when Philadelphia plays San Francisco. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, they'll stop McCaffrey from running the football. Mm-hmm. Now, but Brock, can, can you, they do the, yeah, yeah, can they do the rest Debo of it? Debo and Ayuk are better than yeah. you know, the guys covering them. Is along with, same with Kittle, and McCaffrey's a receiver. So you wonder, are those teams, would they prefer to stop the run and make you one-dimensional? Unless you play Mahomes, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> you know I, I, mean? I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get it. Stopping it's, it's no fun to be run against all day long. No, it's just. And I don't know that you have to be a slam dunk. You're just going to shut you down. You're not going to run the football deep. You know, kind of defense. Mm-hmm. You have to be good enough at it to get some a stop when you need a stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't get pushed around that, that much. Yeah, is for because sure. teams will do that against you all day long. We saw the Raiders last night. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. You, you can't be that team. No, I'm just looking. Who's 32nd? Carolina's 32nd against the run. Yeah. That's another one. I bet that the fourth quarter, when you're losing by 20, and they're just handing the ball to Kamara or Bijan or whoever you're playing, it starts to really wear on you. Yeah. So, I, it's just interesting. I, I don't know. There isn't a a, a shut you down. Every team doesn't matter who mm-hmm. who you play. We're gonna stop it. There's, that team doesn't exist in today's NFL. No, it doesn't. It, it, it's funny because. I keep going back to, well, scoring's down. Quarterbacks are bad. You would think, yeah, there's six awesome defenses out there, too. They're just mowing down the Tyrod Taylors of the world, you know, and there, nobody really is. Yeah. It's a weird time in the NFL. It really is. Yeah. I, I, that, to me, I think taking the ball away is the key. Is the key. No doubt big plays splash, which the Steelers do. Yeah. yeah I mean, again, if you could have anything on defense, I said pass rush, but. I really mean splash because I think that comes from right. pass rush. You know, I mean that's the symptom. You know, um, yeah. So I mean, down to down is the Steelers' defense phenomenal? No, but splash wise, they're at the top of the list. I mean, especially with a healthy Minka and Hayward and all that stuff too. At their on their best day, I'll put them up against the Niners or Browns or Dallas in terms of creating splash or Jacksonville yeah. taking the ball away. You know, yeah. I mean, they've, and that's enough. They've won them a couple of games this year, but yeah. I just got me like that whole conversation. Got me like, who is good right now? Who, who is good? Yeah, 
I mean, who's great? Who I don't do you, think any are great. Like, is there a defense out there that, you know, it, it, we take it back to fantasy football. It's it's it, They're in a bye week this week. Am I going to really hold on to this defense mm-hmm. if, if they're playing the Eagles coming out of the break? Like, man, no way I can start my quarterback against those guys. Yeah. That yeah, doesn't exist, though. It doesn't exist, but it has a lot over the last 20 years or yeah. the last couple of years. Hmm. It's so. something to think about, yeah. Something doesn't quite add up there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. Uh, we, of course, used uh, FTN Fantasy for those uh, DVOA uh, rankings. But uh, anyways, we're going to get to a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, Steeler fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets. Or you can also visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We uh, do have the Steelers official. Official uh, I'm quotes. using some air, right, right, air right. Uh, quotes here. Uh, this is an odd week, folks. Report today from yeah. their walkthrough. Yesterday's yeah. practice report was a, was an imaginary practice. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing in NFL <laughs> history to me, by the way. I know that there's betters and fantasy folks like ourselves and that want to know these things. And speculate what would have happened yeah. had you actually had a practice. <laughs> if we practiced, I think he would have been limited yeah. or you know, full participant. But today was really a, Today was a walkthrough. It was even a shortened walkthrough. It wasn't even a two-hour walkthrough. It was an hour and 15-minute walkthrough. And so Kenny Pickett listed as limited. Uh, DeMonte- Can I stop you just for a second? Yes. So, like, at Pitt, the three years I was at Pitt, we would go to either a hotel on the road or a hotel downtown before the night of the game. And we would have a walkthrough in the ballroom. Yes. <laughs> With all the dudes... After the, before they eat their snack for the night in sweats and tennis shoes, walking around yeah. <laughs> in a ballroom, walking a mile, walking yes. a mile, walking a mile. So it's not anything resembling a practice. Not or, even close. Right. Uh, so Pickett was officially "quote unquote" limited with that rib injury. Okay. Tomorrow they'll they'll, yeah. they'll have another walkthrough tomorrow. Uh, Which will tell us a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, they have to come out with a designation tomorrow. I know that they'll. Yeah. How the rules work. But. Uh, DeMonte KZ, a full participant in today's walkthrough. He has a hand issue. His hand didn't slow him down. Did not. Walking no. around? Okay. Uh, Anthony McFarland, who has another week remaining in his 21-day window. That one's getting a little precarious, though. He was a full participant today. Okay. Uh, Levi Wallace with the foot. Do you remember, was McFarland a full participant at any point last week? I think so, yeah. I thought so, yeah. 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 Uh, so Levi Wallace limited today with the foot. Uh, in the you know, walk, and he missed last week. Minka Fitzpatrick did not practice, and Cam Hayward was upgraded to a full participant, much the same way he was last Friday. Yeah. Um. So that's not late breaking news. This is not any kind of breaking news. This is not anything Hayward. that's. We're not saying he's not playing or is playing, but the fact that he did what he did today matters. Is not any more matters. Not one iota in a walkthrough. <laughs> right. In a walkthrough practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, this yeah. could be Mike Tomlin. Playing games with Mike Rabel, hell, oh, Cam Hayward, because he said earlier this week, you know, Hayward could be activated for this game. Yeah, I don't think that happens on a short week. I, I don't have a, a a feel for it one way or another. I just I mean, just just was, my general feel right, right. Of, uh, for the whole situation. I'll definitely defer to you on this one. But. Um, 
when he's ready, he's going to play. I right, mean, yeah. And it sounds like it's close. Uh, is it two but, days away close yeah. or is it ten days away close? <laughs> right. I mean, why why not take the extra time if you can? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Unless he's I, chomping at the bit. Or, just you know, the way right? I feel about Champing it. I'm, again, I don't know anything in, in, you know, specifically mm-hmm. about the situation, but – I mean, don't why rush him back for a Thursday night game? That it, it seems usually that the you, you wait the extra time. Yeah, you know I mean? just that's break, generally right? the way it goes across yeah, the league. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I'm psyched to see him and all that. But oh, do you have any thought on Minka? I mean, he didn't go on IR. Right. Could he be ready for Green Bay? Potentially. I mean, he's not playing this week. Yeah, we he's not that. playing this week. Potentially, could be ready for next week. Okay. He's a huge loss, but. And I'd love to have him manipulating Levis and whatnot. Yeah. But I don't know that Levis is going to manipulate the remaining safeties either. Yeah. Or they don't have a tight end that's super scary or, you know, so. I mean, what are you going to do? Put Mink on DeAndre Hopkins? That seems I mean, like a. You could put KZ over his side and help him. You, know. you do, do the same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing I think you do kind of miss. I mean, miss a lot. He's The awesome, playmaking but... ability is, you know, the yeah. ability, maybe a little bit of disguise, I think. That's actually what my article is about this week. I just called him a firefighter. He just puts out fires. Yeah. You know, like, I think they would have put him on Ingram. I think he's having a great year. I thought I said he had the best year of his career. Yeah. Despite he just doesn't have any turnovers at this point. He doesn't have stats, you know, but yeah. that doesn't mean his contributions aren't off the chart. It's, it's what, you know, we used to talk about all the time, what you don't see with, with a guy who's now playing more coverage than he has in the past mm-hmm. is all the throws that quarterbacks pass up because he's, yeah. his coverage is good. They fear him. I yeah. mean, the, the, there's no doubt in my mind, pretty much since he's been a Steeler, the other team is instructed during the week, we'd really prefer he didn't go that direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when he's in deep middle, that's hard. Right. Yeah, right. It certainly is. But they've done more this year. Like, coming into this week, and I know they both played a lot last week, but KZ and Keanu Neal are both over 300 defensive snaps. and. Yeah. Fitzpatrick is just over 400. Okay. So it kind of yeah. tells you what they've been doing with those guys. Sure, sure. And this week skews it because he only played eight. Yeah. you know, And those guys were almost... But it doesn't skew it that much that they, they've... No, right. They've only played 100... Or he's only played 100 more snaps than those two guys. Mm-hmm. They've mixed and matched those two guys. Yes. You know, when, when they've wanted to put Fitzpatrick on somebody as a defensive KZ back. Goes. A lot of time, KZ is a deep center fielder. Mm-hmm. They'll still have Neil on the field. They'll use KZ like he's a cornerback. Or, I'm sorry, Minka like he's a cornerback. Right. You know, like against Kirk to start the game yeah. last week or those type of things. Yeah, it's a great situation. KZ allows Minka to get out of center field. Right. You know what I mean? Because he can do it. He's not as good at it, but he allows Minka to drop down and do other stuff. Put out other fires is the way I put right. it. You know? Yeah. Where Neil is a lot different than KZ. You don't... Now I think they're predictable, you know, like a little bit, yeah. They're going to be strong and free, you know, those two, yeah. You know, and so. I think you'll see less big nickel, which is something they've done a lot of too. You don't get that high. You still game. might do some of that, it, like against this team in particular, because they're going to come out and try. They're going to come out with double tight ends, and they do that a lot. Yeah, and they also do have a fullback out there sometimes. So you're going to see that that three Kill safety will pa- thump you. Yeah. I oh, mean, he can thump. Yeah, yeah, he's a thumper too. I mean, he can. He can get Henry on the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, maybe this week that makes some sense. Okay. And, and I, I also think angle. you'll you'll see a lot more uh, of uh, um, they've they've mixed and matched the linebackers as well. It might be more of a Roberts game. This might be more of a Roberts yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Does Roberts? And I should look at this. Are the are Roberts and Neal's snap counts 
high on the Similar. same weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or do you, when we're going to put Roberts in there, we don't want to get too heavy. We want Casey right. over the top. You know what I mean? I think mean? there's or, there's some of that going on yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But uh, when when they play these kind of teams, these teams that this have, have a fullback, yeah. Roberts is definitely going to be on the field on early yes. downs. Yeah, I mean, he can handle Henry. And, yeah, you know, right. No, I think he plays. He's going to take on the fullback in the hole and yes. do those kind of yes. things. I also wouldn't mind him blitzing a little bit too. Yeah, I mean, he's such a good blitzer. Absolutely. Anyways, we're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with hour number two right after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. It's a new healthcare choice in Western Pennsylvania, offering superb clinical programs and expertise that is available to patients locally. Combining the talents and capabilities of Excella Health and the Butler Health System, independent. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.